That is awful. I'm not hoping. Sammy. I'm not hoping they get hurt. I'm not saying I want them to get hurt. I'm just saying Sammy. that's the only way. Anything. It is Thanksgiving week. Ladies and gentlemen, two fighters enter. One fighter leaves the Okay, everybody, welcome back to Grudge Match for a very, very special Thanksgiving uh, week episode. Sammy, happy Thanksgiving, man. I know that we fight a happy lot. Happy Thanksgiving but I'm, to you, you son of a bitch. I love you too, Samuel, um, and I miss you. Um, so, you know, we're going to get into our fights, but I think today's going to be, you know, a little bit of a breather, um, a little bit of, you know, some nice, relaxing... Uh, talks about what we are thankful for. Um, in fact, our first undercard's not even going to be an undercard necessarily. We're just going to talk nice and sweet, go back and forth over a few things we're thankful for in the sports world. Um, I'll, 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 I'll go first with this. I'm very thankful, Sammy, uh, for my fantasy football team. I currently have... Ooh, I was hoping you bring that up. All right, let's... Okay, let's go into that. Please. Okay, okay. Please. Sammy, Sammy, here's my record sitting after week 11. I'm... 10 and 1. Um Ooh. I there's $400 on the line in this league. Um oh, my starting wow. lineup for week 12 reads Kyler Murray, Alvin Kamara, Derek Henry, DJ Moore, Keenan Allen, uh Noah Fant, James Robinson, uh the Rams, uh DST and then some kicker. And then my my bench is Cooper Cup, T Higgins, Chris Godwin, Jalen Rager, David Johnson, and Jared Goff. I'm very <laughs> thankful for my fantasy team, um, especially for Kyler. Thank you, Kyler. Like I know, like you know, I I I talk a lot of crap for you, including Daniel Jones, but I'm very thankful for Kyler Murray as well. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Kyler. That's actually one of the things I'm thinking. Oh, well, not thankful for my fantasy team. More thankful about the most recent week that just happened. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Somebody up there loves me. <laughs> uh, long story short, um, we I was going into Monday Night Football down by, I think, four points. And I had Chris Godwin Damn. in my lineup. He only had like 1.67 going into the fourth quarter. I was down by three points. I was down by three points. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm supposed to win this. But I'm about to lose. And then, yeah, I was just like, it, it kept going from like, uh, I'm, for those of you that don't know, like I play on Yahoo Fantasy and it tells you the projection and like, you know, 70% chance of winning. So it just kept getting sure. lower and lower and lower. And I think it hit like 20% chance of losing. Then Tom Brady throws that pass to Godwin for that touchdown. I went crazy. I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Finally, mm -hmm. and because of that, I knocked out the guy who I was playing that week out of um, playoff contingency. And now I am number one in my division. I think I'm ranked number two in the league, if not maybe number four, but I'm at least ranked number one in the division. And the payout for first place, I think, is like over 500 bucks. Somewhere Damn, between, Sammy. Somewhere between 1000 and 500 something like what, that. What, 
what, what, what, what, give me your roster. All right. So my roster, I'm going to already, so this is where we have that uh, couple connection. We both got Kyler Murray. Thank you, Kyler. I love you. Mwah. All right. Mwah, mwah, mwah. At wide receiver, I have Calvin Ridley. He's been okay. pretty good. He's been pretty good. A little on and off. Yep. Then I got yep. Chris Godwin. Both top 20 talents. Yep. Jonathan Taylor. Uh. Uh, don't don't give me uh, no it's uh, he, he, hey thank thank you so much i appreciate it. all right i got antonio gibson uh, sammy anyway. how are you at first place no, in your uh, hey, division? hey it's called Moneyball, baby it's Moneyball. <laughs> these guys are these guys are doing good for me uh i mean well gibson's projecting 12 points against dallas this thursday so. i mean 12 points is cute i mean i guess i'm spoiled by my top four running backs my three top four running backs okay um in my starting lineup. Well, Fleece, I, I, Justin I, Long. For the record, I had Saquon Barkley. He uh, he crapped the bed on me in week two. Oh, Thanks a lot, okay. Buddy. That, hey, rub, rub hey, some good recovery. Rub, rub some uh, rub some icy hot on that. Get back out. Good there. recovery. All right, hey, that's okay. a good recovery. So at tight end, I got uh, Eric Ebron. Uh, he no, that's that's. He's inconsistent. He's fine. Oh, hold on. So you're you're saying? Oh, yeah, he's consistent. He's fine. But then my other guys are like, uh, no. Ebron's the worst player in my fantasy league. And then, uh, you know, I have the another Giants player, uh, Wayne Gallman. Hey, Wayne Gallman is an underrated back right he now. Is. He is. He's doing well for me. He's doing well. The, and then the past I, few weeks. Yeah, yeah, he's been doing pretty well. Um, but then my bench is not really important. The only player I really got is Tom Brady on the bench. He's been very inconsistent. There are some days where he's putting up like 40 points. Or some, like I think this week. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. He's on 20. and off. He's on and off. Yep. And then for my kicker, I got Chris Boswell. Eh, kickers are kickers. I'm not Kickers like... are kickers. DSTs are DSTs unless you have like the Rams in my case or the Dolphins maybe. Yeah. And, then, um, and then for uh, my defense, I got the Bills. It's pretty solid. I like that. And then my that's matchup. That's a lineup to be thankful for. And then my matchup this week is projected to be 102, which is me, versus uh, the team called the Sofa King Awesome uh, at 99.99 points. So I have a 52% Sammy, chance of winning. Sammy, this isn't a sustainable model for success this hey, team. It's All been, right. Well, it's you know been what? surprisingly accurate. And for those of you that want to know, my fantasy team name is Discount Belichick. Nah, um, that has nothing on the uh, say quad Barclays. Um, <laughs> so I'm thankful for my naming convention. I have, I have, I have four fantasy teams right now, and my naming is mwah. It's beautiful. All right, do all of those cost money? Going back into what we're thankful for, I am thankful that I don't have a gambling addiction like Sammy <laughs> over here. It's um, not a problem build, if I win. <laughs> building off of that, building okay. off of that, I am also thankful um, for Patrick Mahomes and Jared Goff for completely taking a dump on Sammy's bed for me. Um, because genuinely, Samuel, I was terrified of the Raiders this past weekend. Um, uh. They are a... They are... No one wants to play the Raiders right now. I will um, say I'll admit th that. The Raiders aren't the best, but I will say if a team goes and faces the Raiders in the playoffs, it's kind of like a, we need to be prepared kind of deal. Well, I was, it's I, not I, a cakewalk. I, they are not a cakewalk. I, yes. I was hearing a projection. And right now, if the, if the playoffs were to start today, Kansas city would be slated to play the Raiders. And I bet money. Andy Reid does not want to play the Raiders in the first round. Um, of all the teams in the NFL, I think the Raiders are the only team that is reasonably capable of beating Kansas city. Um, 
at least yeah. in the AFC. Yeah, so, I, I agree with that. And it's gonna so, be good. Uh, it's gonna be good. I mean, they face uh, Tampa in Tampa. Um, I think I'm pretty sure Kansas City. There's no Kansas City will win that game. Uh, but I guess the real question is by how many points? Um, over. Well, you know, think, you never know. I feel like Tom Brady is like uh, mercurial. Like you never really can predict what he's gonna do, but. You can always peg him for at least, you know, 15 fantasy points worth of performance. Like, he, he's yeah. an efficient guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so thank I, you, I, fantasy. I, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I, am, I am just thankful for two teams that, you know, I have kind of small stakes in that I'm now fan, that I'm now a fan of them because they took a dookie on your chest this weekend, Sammy. Uh, um, I mean, Houston so really took thank a huge you. dookie on my chest. <laughs> thank you, Jared. Um, that's why I'm glad they did it for me. Um, so thank you, Jared. Thank you, uh, uh, Patty. I'm very thankful for you guys. Go ahead, Sammy. What are you thankful for? All right. Well, I am very thankful for uh, The Last Dance coming out on a documentary during this pandemic when there Go was ahead. no sports happening. Yep. No sports. And that documentary was supposed to come out in like July, but they moved it up to April. Uh, producers and, you know, people working on editing, y'all the real MVPs for working your butt offs, getting it out yep. there during pandemic. I'm very thankful for that. And I'm, I'm writing down everything I'm thankful for, and I will be sending it uh, to a very special place to the trash. Oh my God, no. <laughs> Sammy, you know what we should do? I think we should have like, we should commission a painting of like us at Thanksgiving dinner with all the things that we're thankful for. We should and put it right behind I us. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, hang that on the backdrop, man. I well, like, for I example. Mean, we, well, we need to put that down for our um, calendar photo shoot. You, you, Sammy, that'll be my that'll be my Christmas gift to you. Um, it'll be a beautiful commission painting of us with what we're thankful for, which for me right now, um, in spite of the horrible st- stuff that I tend to say about him, I'm very thankful for Kyrie Irving um oh, this God. weekend uh and this week oh. uh because as crazy as he is as crazy as he is there is no there are few bigger stars in the nba than Kyrie irving we the nets i i i just had a very eye-opening conversation with my buddy um sai shouts out to sai about how w- while i was happy for the nets to be a very feisty four or five seed for years to come after all this respectable team building and culture okay. building I'm, you know, I, I think that we are a very respectable, like, uh, that That could have been our peak as D'Angelo continued to develop and what. Don't listen but, to him. His favorite movie is Sister Act, part two, back in I the habit. You. I hate you. <laughs> okay, Sammy, I promise this will be my one Homer thing that I have to say. Because we, we, we've been starved for legitimate star power and cool factor for so long. And going back to our jersey thing, we haven't had a cool jersey in so long, Sammy. Oh my god. We haven't we haven't Sister been cool. Act, people. Sister we haven't Act. been cool or relevant in so long, and now we finally are. My and god. And KD, we my wouldn't be in god. James Harden talks without him. <laughs> Thank you, Kyrie. Thank you, Kyrie. Sammy, stop laughing at me. I swear to God. Listen, man, you need to take down that Sister Act poster behind your uh Twin size uh, bed. <laughs> you know, Sammy's lying about uh, uh, one thing of those two claims that he's making about my life. Oh, and two right truths now. and a lie. Is that the game we're playing? 
<laughs> All right, Sammy, that'll go ahead. Next game. That'll be the next episode, people. Uh, we're trying Sammy, to see therapy right now, so go, I, I got to be nice. Go, All right. So go, go make I, a homework. Okay. okay. I'm thankful for uh, my beloved savior, the Quilight Reel, the Quilight Zone, the, uh, what is it, Kawhi Gone Gen, the Terminator, Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, the paragon of Jolly Ranchers and New Balance. Mother! The coolest brands in the world. Kawhi Listen, man, Leonard. No Thank one can make, nobody can make, you know, cutting your grass look nicer than Kawhi Leonard in your front yard. His shoes. His shoes. Sammy, His shoes, people. Sammy, His shoes. Sammy, tell me that in 50 years you would buy a pair of Kawhi shoes to wear off the court. Uh, I thought about it. <laughs> Sammy, 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 come on. Sammy. <laughs> Sammy, even after that one segment on Undisputed, Skip Bayless stopped wearing those shoes. You know that they're trash. You know that – I okay, a Jolly Rancher sponsorship, Sammy? Really? Uh, I mean, you can't be hating on the candy. But, yeah, I mean, no, I think uh, – I'm thankful for him, but that doesn't mean he has aged well this year. <laughs> mm, uh, I will say that. Um, you, know, you know who's not thankful for Kawhi? Montrez Harrell. We'll talk about that later. Oh, my God. Um, uh, <laughs> my stomach is hurting. Uh, um, let me see. Uh, uh, you know what? Uh, speaking of musicians with uh, no money, um, I am very thankful for Puma and Costco. <laughs> Thank you for your lovely discounts on your fitted hoodies. Oh, I um, thought you were going to say uh, you, you work for them. I was like, oh, good job. Nah, 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 nah. Actually, speaking of which, not sports related, but thank you, Lemonade Pet Insurance, for taking a risk (laughs) on me. I promise, I like, I'm gonna be a very good temp for the next three months. Please hire me full time while I continue to work. You enjoying it? Thank you, man. You know what? I am enjoying it. Um, today was a little bit of a rough day because you know you have some of these fur babies that like you know they're really sick, so you have to take care of them. So, uh, you take the good, you take the good with the bad, but. Um, you know, I, I love animals and, you know, getting a chance to help them and getting a chance to, uh, you know, work from home in my new drippy Puma hoodies, um, is always a blessing. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know what? Actually, speaking back. of which, another sports related thing, I am thankful that I don't have to dress up in anything but hoodies and basketball shorts to go to work. <laughs> um, so thank you for that as well. Sammy has to dress up and look like a human being. I haven't put on pants mm. in like five months. Something like that. Nothing feels better than coming to dress like a Disney cast member and having the power of wearing that name tag. God, it's <gasps> beautiful. It is amazing. I love it. Thank you for the Walt Disney Company. Uh, but something else I am very thankful for in the sporting world. Thank you, Tom Brady, for coming to Tampa Bay so I could buy some season tickets. Even though I'm not able to use any you know, due to COVID, thank you for coming to Tampa Bay. Tampa, or yeah, Tampa Tampa Bay. There we go. I'm very Jesus thankful. I got God. my season ticket in the back right there. Where it's, it's gathering deep. dust. Yeah, it's a, it's a little dusty. I need to, <laughs> I need to wipe it off for sure. Um, those season tickets are how Sammy is going to be uh, funding his uh, entry into <laughs> fantasy basketball after he tanks in fantasy football, by the way. Uh, it's probably um, something I'm going to have to make money off of to, you know, to pay <laughs> off my, uh, my credit card bills. Um, that's the mortgage fine. on my house. That's fine. Uh, um, I'm, uh, I'm shocked the mafia has not came after me. Uh, actually, speaking of which, uh, I'm also thankful for uh, Mercari and Poshmark for hooking it up with a discount. Oh. Uh, Chinese jerseys. Thank you, guys. Uh, uh, me and Joey Buckets, thank you. 
Um, also, thank thanks up thank up to uh, Joey Buckets. Thank you, Joey Buckets. Thank um, you. Uh, you made me want to grow a beard. Thank you, Joey Buckets. You made me okay. Here's the thing. I think I told you about Joey Buckets. He like I everyone that didn't go to UVA that lives in Virginia hates UVA. I hate UVA, and because of Joey Buckets, I kind of like UVA. Ugh. Yeah, I mean it's. Eh, I mean, it's better than Duke. <laughs> Take that back, Sammy. I, I will. I will. I like Duke. Thank you, Sammy. Thank you, Sammy. Thank uh, you, Sammy. Don't, don't get don't get used to it though. It's because my Georgia Tech. Uh, we suck every year. Even so Georgia that, Tech. Yeah, I, it's uh, my family's my alma mater. So, um, just so you guys know, uh, our sixty to sixty-five listeners, Sammy, uh, loves Georgia Tech. He's on the record of saying that right now and hates all pro Atlanta sports. I I have no connection with the pro Atlanta teams. Uh, only except Georgia that Tech. you're from Atlanta. That there's I have there's not my dad wasn't even an Atlanta fan. My dad was from Connecticut. Uh, oh I don't oh know. I oh oh, oh busted because the king the king of Connecticut has taught me about sports and taught me to not be a fan of Atlanta. That's right. The King of Connecticut taught you to be a Mets fan. That's right. Uh, That's right hey, David, don't listen. Don't, my dad, David, don't listen to this. Don't listen to this. Um, you know what? I'm thankful for the New York Mets. Uh, for uh, In spite of how bad the Yankees can be in a season, they will still be the most popular and best team in New York. Oh, uh, you're hurting my dad. Years. You're hurting. <laughs> because of how bad the Mets are. They could be solid next year. I think they're going to get George Springer. You sound like every Mets fan I've ever heard. In I, I, I'm just repping my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, the, the Sox are going to suck again next year. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to say I'm always thankful for the Red Sox. Oh, oh, I am thankful for Jason Tatum for signing that beautiful deal. Uh, not because of how much money he's making, just because we've got him for the next five years. I'm happy to see that. That's, that's good. At least the one jersey I bought will actually be worth it, unlike the Kyrie Irving jersey um mm. oh god i know you're you're thankful for lebron james for winning a championship to finally be in the argument of who the goat is actually you know what i'm also thankful to anthony davis thank you anthony davis and rajon rondo um yeah i, I, I hated hate rajon rondo. rondo i can't hate on rondo as much as uh, uh I, He's lo- very I, lo- intelligent. I love you rondo i hope you know you hear what this. He- I think he legitimately played himself into having a big contract with Atlanta, and I think he deserves every penny of it. He does. You want you want Trey Young to develop as a player and as a basketball mind? Give him Rajon Rondo as a uh, as a as a basketball tutor, and watch Atlanta soar. Watch Atlanta soar. All right, yay or nay, Rondo, Hoff. I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him. Not he's first not, ballot, he's, he's not going to make. Yeah, he's him. not going to. I don't think he's going to make it in the first year. No. Maybe but second, if not third. He's a two-time champion, featured champion, and like a multi-time all-star and like all-NBA talent and all-NBA all defensive team stud. Like I think that he's he he he'll make it one day. He'll be in like he'll be in like the Pau Gasol uh, tier. Yeah, something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. It's just every time I think of Pau, I'm like, ugh. But but uh, unfortunately, um. 
Rondo is in that category. <laughs> I mean, what what can you do, right? You know, it's a second tier of NBA stars. Oh, and speaking of which, thank you, um, uh, the NBA Hall of Fame, for having such a lax standard for admitting players in. Um, it ensures you didn't that, like this uh, year. What you didn't like this year's like draft class. No, no, I'm I'm talking about Hall of Fame class. Like I think they have very loose standards. Asking, like, think about like who oh, gets very into the Hall of Fame in baseball standards. And okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, I got you now. I got you. You know what I mean? Like, I thank you for letting all those players in, um, because I think that if you had the same standards as baseball, Jason Kidd might not be a first ballot Hall of Famer. So thank you. Or Steve um, Nash. Or Steve Nash. Well, no, Steve Nash has those two MVPs. But he wouldn't get in. Was he a first ballot? Yeah, he was a first ballot. Okay, that's my thing though. I don't think he's a first we we ballot. get we I think we I think we get deceived because he doesn't have great counting stats. Um. Oh, actually, this is gonna be my last Homer thing. Thank you, Steve Nash, and thank you, Sean Marks. I'm very thankful for you too. Um. Uh, Brooklyn Nets 2021. Well, I, I need them to beat the Lakers so I could win this bet. <laughs> <laughs> um. One more thing, I guess I am. I guess I am thankful for is uh, honestly uh, this will be my last thing I'm thankful for doing this podcast with you talking about sports finally having something that we have always talked about doing always having these discussions even though we both it's a love-hate relationship uh, (laughs) we're trying to seek out therapy right now for our um, you know our differences we may not ever be able to figure it out but you know what that's okay though because argument sells you know what, Sammy? I'll, I'll end this on a very sentimental note. Like, you and I wasted so much time, like, on the phone before now, um, <laughs> talking, like, just on the phone or texting back and forth about sports debates. And this was honestly the uh, most off-the-cuff idea in the world. So I'm glad that we actually, you know, we get a platform to talk about this kind of stuff now. I'm glad that we are able to, uh, even during this time. Because, like, you know, before before COVID hit... I wouldn't have even thought of doing like a podcast virtually or anything like that at all. So thank you to that um, blessing in disguise. Uh, thank you, Sammy, for being such a brilliant co-host, man. I hate you um, and I love you. Um, uh, thank you for being a lead yeah. host. For everyone that wants to know, he, Juju here, the Flying Hawaiian, he handles all the technical side. I send him the recording. He does all the editing. He does everything. He is the grudge, grudge match. He's doing an episode every week. I've just been a hiatus co-host, just going to Cancun on three, uh, you know, <laughs> getting hammered and, you know, having fun. Hey, to Sammy too. Sammy Swingman. Hey, hey, Sammy Swingman. I wouldn't, like, this podcast wouldn't be anywhere. Uh, we'd be 65 listeners less if uh, I had a less interesting personality and less dedicated research than Sammy. Round of applause for Sammy, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Golf clap. I'm picking up the but golf yeah, ball. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Uh, now, what do you say, Sammy? Let's, uh, let's tear each other a new one, right? Yeah, let's tear each other a new one. All I have is one question for you. Would you like a pillow to bite on? Okay, everybody, welcome to the actual start of today's Grudge Match episode. Sammy, 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 Sammy. It is the holiday season, and just like every it's other... It's the holiday season, uh... And I don't really Sammy, come on, you can't do you. Do you? (laughs) Sammy, you can't do that. 
when Santa Claus da, da, da. <laughs> um, well, so it, 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 it's it's the holiday season, and just like every other aspect of life, sports also has a bunch of holiday traditions. And I know mm. that as big sports nerds, Sammy and I have very much indulged over the courses of our lives. And uh, uh, to dive further into the holiday cheer of this Grudge Match episode, we are going to be debating um, the most cherished and the most cherishable holiday traditions in sports. Uh, Sammy, what what uh, I, I know that you are a big fan of uh, uh, Thanksgiving Day football, yeah? Talk about that for a second. Yeah. All right. So welcome to Swingman's social studies class. Uh, we, I will be going over just a super quick history of Thanksgiving. So from my research, Thanksgiving football has started since the 1920s. So we are at a hundred year anniversary for Thanksgiving football. What does that have to do with my take? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> but I did want to say that it obviously started with the Detroit Lions every Thursday on Thanksgiving. And then, so everyone knows that, um, I'm putting air quotes around it because nobody can see it. America's team playing on, you know, Thanksgiving Day. Um, I just always remember growing up that going to Thanksgiving events, whatever, before this pandemic was about two things, or I guess three things, um, eating food hanging with family, and watching football on the big screen. I don't even remember really sitting at the dinner table with all the family members. I would just go straight to watching the football on the screen, even if it was like a crappy team like the Cowboys or a crappy team like the Detroit Lions. That was always a thing that everyone would do. They would go sit there and just watch some good old American football. My point is the reason I'm taking Thanksgiving Day football over Christmas Day basketball is because Christmas Day basketball, I'm not going to lie. There, I guess there are like so many games in the season that those games don't – I'm not going to say they don't matter. Like if they, I will watch them. But I'm spending more time with my family, opening gifts, going to dinners, than worrying about like, okay, I need to go somewhere to watch the game. Whereas football – all everyone even like you know the theme you know even the girls like they would want to go watch the football games and i think it's also just because the thanksgiving day football has been a longer tradition than christmas day basketball i don't really hear that many people talk about like oh like hey merry christmas you gonna watch the games today like i hear a lot more people talking about thanksgiving day football than christmas basketball and I'm not saying Christmas Day basketball is not good. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying I would take Thanksgiving Day football over Christmas Day basketball. That's fair. Um, <clears throat> I uh, obviously you you jumped the shark. Um, I am uh, uh -oh. arguing for Christmas Day <laughs> basketball. Um, uh, it's it's fine, Sammy. It's fine um, because honestly, I I, I wouldn't have a. Uh, I wouldn't have a really necessarily like crazy intro to it. We know that these are the two biggest traditions in sports, right? So the reason why I do not care 
for Thanksgiving Day football as much as Christmas Day basketball. And why I think that one Damn, is falling and the other is rising comes down to exactly what you said to end your argument. And that is shitty, shitty football. Like, uh, uh, one of the best things and one of the underrated things about Christmas Day basketball is because there are so many games. And that is a flaw during the uh, during the rest of the regular season, right? I'll admit that, right? You know, NBA ratings are down if it's not, like, later in the playoffs or even the finals. But Christmas Day, there is a spike. And why? Because that is when you are guaranteed to get the best, craziest matchups all day. Every single uh, 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 matchup of the day is going to be something marquee. Whereas, especially over the past, oh God, how many years have the Redskins been bad? And how many years? When was the last time, when was that RG3 game? When he faced like Tony 2009. Romo. Sorry, Tony Romo. No way. Was it? Like, I thought it was like 20. Nah, man. It was a long time ago. RG. The last time RG3 was good, I was in high school. Um, so it would have to be mm. 2009. Something like that. But also, there have been some great things that have came out on Thanksgiving Day football. Like the butt fumble. Yes, but let's, yeah. let's, let's talk about the highlights then. Outside of the butt fumble... I mean, is there <laughs> there's there there's not really a lot because Redskins Cowboys games outside of the rivalry, if you're not a Redskins or Cowboys fan, it is a boring game. And let's not pretend that either team has anything to play for this season. It, this season they do actually. Which is so stupid. <laughs> let's be honest. Real quick. Detroit is awful. The Redskins are awful. The Cowboys are awful. Now, let me give you this year's current slate of uh, uh, Christmas Day NBA games. You ready? Sam, you ready for this? Yeah, sure. Bucks versus 76ers. That's Giannis against a team that he always beats up on, and it's two of the biggest trash talkers in the NBA, Giannis versus Joel. Uh, We have the Boston Celtics versus the Toronto Raptors. Mmm. I like it. Hold up. I'm looking at the wrong schedule right now. Um, oh! Hold up. 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 Okay. Pause. 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 Hold up. 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 This is from last year's. Oh! They're not even playing Christmas Day. No, no, They're starting on the 22nd. Are you? Are you? Hold are, up, are sure? hold up, hold up. I'm not sure. Oh, oh, hold I'm on. not sure, I'm not sure. Pause, pause, pause. Oh, he's not sure. America, he is not sure. Is this your your host? Your host of the Grudge Match podcast. He cannot even get his facts okay, straight. wait. <laughs> pause. The only thing that is straight is that sister's act poster behind his bed. Okay, <laughs> Pause. Technical difficulties. Okay, uh, uh, they haven't determined matchups yet. No, he's busted! You son of a bitch! Okay, I'm very sorry. In any case... Oh, uh, oh, oh! Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up! Boom! Okay. Pause. Breaking news. Okay. Rewind. We'll argue about that later. Uh, we'll argue about that later. This bum. <laughs> the uh, 
Hey, Julian, I'm going to, hold on, I'm going to put someone on this podcast more your speed. I'm going to put my cat up here. Get over here, Boo Bear. All right, well, my cat left, but I was going to put him it's up It's fine. Here more, I wouldn't want your speed. cat to hear my, my awful, <laughs> awful, awful research. Oh, uh, just jump ship oh. now. Just jump ship. <laughs> Wait, okay, okay. Give me a chance. Give me a chance. Give me a chance. Give me a oh! chance in the history. All right. Okay. 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 I'll, I'll, I'll give, I'll give you your redemption in the history okay. in the social studies one, category. One moment <laughs> in NBA Christmas day history stands out as a better, more iconic moment than anything that Thanksgiving day football has ever produced. And that is the Cleveland Cavaliers coming back in 2015 against the golden state warriors with that last second Kyrie shot that Kyrie shot was foreshadowing in the best way, and you know it. It was incredible. It was beautiful. It was prophetic. And I don't think that I'm ever going to recover from that awful, awful mistake. (laughs) (laughs) I was just rolling with it, because I was just like, oh, I cannot wait till he realizes this. Sammy, you're doing such a (laughs) shitty job of trying to be nice. Oh, my God. I could have, I could, America, I could have told him, like, hey, Julian, let's, let's pause, cut this out. No, we're keeping it, and we're, (laughs) this is for the past ten episodes, you've humiliated me. I think you've made it all back. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, um, Sammy. (laughs) This is probably the funniest one we've done. Sammy, um, so, uh, so no, no. Let's go back to the schedule. What, what's what's happening on on Christmas uh, Day? Please, please. What what what's happening in the NBA on Christmas Day? Uh, officially, nothing yet. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> well, all right. Listen here. I guarantee you. You know what? We'll we'll find out which holiday event is bigger. Okay. We'll look at the ratings. We'll take the ratings from Thanksgiving Day. And we will compare them to the Christmas Day basketball this year. And we will see who okay, does we, better. We, I mean, at this point, <laughs> it's unconfirmed if there will be Christmas Day games in the NBA, um, as per my oh new my research. God. So, Oh, <laughs> my God. America, this is your host. This is your host. We will be having an election season next year on who will be taking over the head host and who will be the co-host. Oh my god. Is this your host? Oh my god. Um just you know what? America But vote. yo hey, we'll let the people vote. We'll let the people vote on who they think <laughs> or what they think is a, a bigger holiday sporting event. But I'm just letting you people know, you vote for Christmas basketball, you ain't getting it this year. So, I think we all know who who's winning this one. <laughs> Okay, I'll see you in the title fight. <laughs> okay. We're finally recovered. Um uh wow. I I don't know if I'm going to be able to live that down and Wow, I'm still kind of upset about that a little bit. It's fine. I'm definitely going to be posting about it. Once we once we put this up, I will be posting like, hey, we are live. <laughs> and talk, we talk about one category is Julian even on the same planet talking about <laughs> what's happening this Christmas season. You know what, Sammy? Take advantage of it now because I'm kicking your ass in this title fight. Um, so NBA uh, free agency is uh, 
in the big, big, big swing of things right now, we are in the middle of the swamp uh, that is NBA free agency and the NBA offseason. Uh, we have a few big names that are waiting to be uh, uh, signed. Anthony Davis is yet to uh, pick, a, uh, pick a dance partner for the next season. In the next few years. I will be shocked but, if he does not go to the Lakers. I will be shocked. Uh, so will I. Uh, but so I do want to take stock in the uh, in the current state of the offseason and fight about <clears throat> who we each think is the biggest winner and the biggest loser of the uh, NBA offseason so far. Uh, Sammy, why don't you go ahead and start off? Okay, loser. Um, I was... Honestly, I would to be right before this. I was talking about um, the Clippers, uh, but it's it's still a little early for them. Um, I think that was not. I don't know. I, I was originally thinking the Clippers, but then I was also thinking eh, it's still they haven't really signed anyone sure. like super super huge yet. Um, so I don't want to call them the losers because they haven't really signed anyone. But uh, I guess if I really had to say the loser now, it would probably be uh, Michael Jordan and the uh, the Hornets. I definitely think that that is the interesting. Loser right now. Uh, go tell me why that signing with Gordon Hayward. Uh, he's just a very fragile player. I mean, if anyone won in that, it's Gordon Hayward with the contract. But he should not have gotten a contract that big. I. I do not think he should have gotten anything that big at all for what he's done in Boston and uh, during the three-year span. I mean, it's not his fault. You know, he's had horrible injuries. But just with the injury prones, I I don't think he was really worth it going to the Hornets. And um, on top of that, picking uh, picking up uh, the lovely one of the ball members, I. I, I've seen him play. I've seen highlights, and I've you know picked up on him, whatever. But I'm not buying into the stocks on Ball yet. So, uh, I I I like the take, and the Hornets were on my radar. The only reason why I disagree with you is because I don't think that sustained winning is their target right now. I think their main target and. Uh, that this is the big reason why they drafted Lamelo Ball in uh, uh, at, at like the what number three spot, right? Something like that. Yes. Um, they went for Lamelo Ball because they are missing cachet and cultural relevance. They, I, there's a reason why they brought back the Grandmama uh, Del Curry pinstripe jerseys for their city editions. It's because they're lacking relevance and they want to be relevant once more. Um, for whatever reason, retro Charlotte Hornets has been all the rage and new age Charlotte Hornets feel like the Bobcats to me in terms of sexiness. Um, but what I think they can be, I think they can be the Kings East right now with the talent that they have. Like, not great, maybe not even good, but very, very intriguing and fun to watch. They have, uh, I, I forget who, uh, they have Devontae Graham, very, very interesting young talent. Um, uh, 
they have Gordon Hayward, obviously, who's the biggest star power that they have had since Kemba, and they've and they've done a good job at uh, signing secondary star talent, right? They 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 did yeah. a good job bringing up Kemba Walker, and when he left, maybe a year later, they have Gordon Hayward now, for example. You know what I mean? Um, they have mm-hmm. underrated talent on the offensive end, uh, like Derek Favors, for example. He is a picture of what the Hornets are right now. He is he's not good. He's not bad. He's middle of the road, but his main thing is that he's not sexy. And adding Gordon Hayward. And adding LaMelo Ball adds sexiness to a franchise that, with Michael Jordan, should be way hotter than they are right now. So I think in that way, I think you can agree, Sammy, they are winners in that they're gaining some cultural cachet. And if that's their main target, they're definitely winners. Uh, I was looking at it more of a um, statistical play Well, and in, 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 the, in that realm, too— View. In, the, in that realm, too, I'll argue that uh, for a team as bad as they were last season, they kind of don't have anywhere to go but up. You know what I mean? So, like, they... Well, I mean, it'll, it'll go... It'll this the, the loser will even go towards kind of the reason why I picked this my winner. I won't say my winner yet because I want to hear your yeah, losers. I'll just rattle off my loser real quick. And my loser right now, they didn't necessarily lose anything concretely but it's the houston rockets um we all know that uh james harden has had trouble with chemistry before but with this offseason and again this isn't a homer thing to my brooklyn nets sammy you know that they've been that they've been you know teasing a partnership with harden for a while now harden's been requesting a trade he's the fact that harden like has had so many uh bad relationships with his star partners like Dwight Howard wasn't that far off from Orlando stardom when he hit Houston his his seasons weren't bad in Houston uh Chris Paul and James Harden had those Warriors dead to rights in 2017 um and you know I think people forget that halfway through two-thirds of the way through this past NBA season the Harden Westbrook Rockets everyone was picking them to be incredible and even Leading up to and during the Lakers series in the playoffs, they were saying, oh, this Rockets team is for real now. And how quickly we forget how on top of the world Houston was. And psychologically, I think that they are losing a lot. Um, Russell Westbrook is dissatisfied. Harden is dissatisfied. And what does that leave you with? It doesn't leave you with anything because they're going to have all that star power and nothing to show for it. The, the 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 ignition and the reason and the driver behind Harden's otherworldly offensive stats, Mike D'Antoni is gone. I think that the Rockets have the steepest decline uh going into this NBA season. And I think that the Charlotte Hornets, even if they only rise just a tad, will still rise whereas the whereas the Houston Rockets have all all of the way to fall, and they have all the signal that they're about to do so. Uh, yeah, yeah, you got a point there, and I get—I mean, they're turning into like the Knicks of the Western Conference, just because they're just—they're not letting their—they're not—they're like, hey, I want to be traded. No, they're not trading yeah. him. 
Yeah, in that which way. Yeah. Is, which is stupid. Which is stupid because it's like, so you're gonna let him go and you're gonna get nothing out of it, you idiots. I mean, uh, I, I, I. I understand it's like star power or you know whatever like or it's you know they're trying ownership's trying to be like no we're trying to take control but you also got to think like if they're not coming back next year you better get something out of it that's why Absolutely. like I don't want to like jump to another sport but but freaking Mookie yep. Betts when we couldn't sign him because he was too expensive yep. we had to trade yep. him it was a crappy trade but at least you we got, got something rather than yes, nothing exactly so like so the, I, uh, I think the fact that Houston won't even like take a deal at some point. Because of the dissatisfaction, they can't help but take a deal because every team knows that Harden doesn't want to be there right now or Westbrook. So I think Daryl Morey, for the past few years, and I've said this before uh, in private, that the way that he's been operating um, ever since James Harden emerged from the ether as this otherworldly offensive force in the regular season— I think the way Daryl Morey has been operating has been uh, unsustainable, frankly. Like, this weird seven seconds or less, but only one person gets the ball is not sustainable. And the fact that he was just trying to throw paint at the wall to see what random superstar worked with Harden, it it doesn't work. And I think we're about to bear the, uh, the, the fruits of that lack of labor or that over-labor. Uh, over this next season. Whereas I think that the but you Hornets, know what I'm shocked about. while unsexy, have just become a little bit sexier and a little bit more talented. But I'm just shocked about, like, I, I'm not shocked like the Nets or like, you know, Harden wants to go to the Nets. But as a Nets fan, were you thinking like, are you okay giving up Irving for yes. Harden? That's my point. Okay, that's my point though. A lot of Nets fans I've been talking to, they're like, yeah, I'm down with that. And that's been the rumor that the Rockets are like, we either want Irving or Durant, as rightfully they should. As rightfully they should. Like, get what? As rightfully they should. Now, obviously, you want to keep Durant. I'm 100% cool with that. I'm like, yeah, keep Durant, trade Irving. Like, I don't know why the Nets are like, no, we're not giving well, up. Well, because. Either. What do you mean well, you're not because, giving up either? You're not getting hard in for like some. Draft but picks? this is why Houston is a loser and the biggest loser in my mind in this NBA offseason because of how disgruntled and dissatisfied and disappointed and angry James Harden and Russell Westbrook have been with each other and with the franchise. Houston is being... It, I, I guarantee you this now, Sammy. If Houston means to trade for either one of them or both of them, they will be forced to take a lesser deal. That's why. So you think it's because about money? It's yeah. It's it's and yeah. It's not and it's it's not necessarily about money. It's about the fact that they have lost all the leverage that they could possibly have, and on top of that, they lost all that rev all of that leverage for the worst reason, because their superstars are mad at each other. That's it. I just think the Nets just need to put on their big boy pants, freaking trade Kyrie, pick up Harden. You can win ch multiple championships with um, right there. Stop acting like Kyrie is. Well, well, I, I, as, so, as a Nets. He's great, but compared to Harden, I'm well, like, I, as, there's no. As a Nets fan, I'll say to this, I think that both have their f pros and their cons. 
but the reason why I would give up Kyrie for Harden is because they would play the same primary ball handler role, right? That's the and point. yeah, I wouldn't want two primary ball handlers on the team that have a proven track record of not getting along, getting along with teammates. And if that's the case, and you really want Harden, and you think that he's better, I trust you, Sean Marks. Get rid of Kyrie Irving for him, rather than uh, giving away all of your uh, great foundational pieces. But I'm not even talking about the Nets right now. I'm just saying that, like, the fact that Sean Marks feels that he even has the wherewithal. Tell me this, Sammy. If Harden and Westbrook were coming off of a season where they were a top four seed in the West and uh, possibly, like, challenged for the Western Conference Finals more than they did. I don't think that Harden and Westbrook are that upset. And I don't think that Sean Marks would even have the stones or the balls to uh, offer such a low package for either one of them. Uh, but, but enough, we'll, we'll, we'll let the people vote. Uh, give me a winner, Sammy. Who's your biggest winner? Uh... It actually is uh, already the hint that you gave earlier for what jersey I'm wearing. I'm saying the Hawks. I like it. The the fact that they just picked up Rondo recently, and they picked up uh, Bogdanovich. Yep. They're they're making they're making a lot of moves. They're making a lot of good stable moves. Um, and I think like I they they did very very well this offseason to not try to go for any splashy names over just solid dependable role players. Um, they did a good job, good, great job of that. Um, so I, I, I like that. I like that pick. I really do. I'm a big believer in the Hawks. Yeah, but but if they, you know, and I'll just end it with this: like, if the Hawks don't get in the playoff field this season, it's not, it's not going to be for the lack of trying. No. no. Um, <clears throat> so uh, my winner for the uh, NBA offseason, Sammy, you understand this. You already acknowledge I'm going to win this one at the very least. It's the Lakers. Um, they just signed. They I think either yesterday or today they just signed Mark Gasol. Um, so think about this: this championship team, who was praised for its length and IQ, upgraded from Javale McGee and Dwight Howard in their big man spots, to Montrez Harrell and Mark Gasol. Are you kidding me? And they didn't lose anything. Not not only did they not lose anything, I'm pretty sure uh, they uh, they re-signed Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Um, they signed Wes Matthews. So regardless of whether or not they sign uh, 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 Avery Bradley to another contract, they have his replacement in Wes Matthews right here. And as much as you hate him, you have to admit that Alex Caruso, uh, with another year of development, is a brilliant energy guy off of the bench. And uh, not only that, if we're assuming that AD stays for another contract, the Lakers just got stronger and with the signing of Montrez Harrell made their rivals across the hallway weaker. Uh, yeah, it's just pissing me off. <laughs> like their only their only challenge really in the West coming into the season would have been the Clippers. Uh, the Nuggets or um, or uh, what do you call it? Or uh, the Golden State Warriors. And right now, Marcus Gasol and Montrezl Harrell solve all of those problems. All of the and even without AD, Sammy, 
you have to admit that even without AD, this is one of the best uh, tertiary casts LeBron has had around him in a long time. That's what's pissing me off. It has nothing to do with LeBron. Um, it's not his fault or anything, but it's just like, it's the Lakers. Everybody wants to go to the Lakers. They're the most popular team, and I feel like it makes Lakers life so much easier. I mean, They're like, hey, you want to come out to sunny California? And I'm like, I mean, man. you say, like, oh, I mean, you you say that now, though, but like, I think, you know, the Lakers suffered from a decade of complete irrelevance. um, And they did, (laughs) you know, after Kobe, they tried to find the next heir and it didn't work, dude. As much as I love D'Lo, he was a disaster and a dumpster fire on the Lakers. Their their, their most athletic guy was Shannon Brown. Come on. Sammy. But also, I'm, are these guys just taking cheap deals to get on the Lakers? Is that what it is? Because I'm just seeing them, like, breaking news. They signed another big man. They signed, or not, like, literal big man, but they're, you know, another superstar. Another superstar. Another superstar. And I'm like, are, do they really have this much money? Or are they just going to have to back pay them for the next no. 50 years? Like, we're, the Celtics are having to do with Kevin Garnett. We're still paying you, him. You, you know what it is? Um, it's because... Uh, LeBron James was coming off of this uh, great high where a lot of veterans wanted to be with him, right? Champion chase. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yes. But then you enter into this dip when he leaves for L.A. He has that one year off where he has a groin injury, and people forget. And this Lakers season, there was a little bit of drama like throughout the season about this Lakers team. And there was a little bit of like, well – Will they actually do it? LeBron's a bit of a choker. I don't know. So now I think what people are seeing instead, what veterans are seeing, is that the proof is in the pudding. And this is a dependable place now. And not to mention, you know, Sammy, you remember all that criticism. LeBron can't play with a star in his prime. Everyone doesn't like want to play with LeBron. There was there was a legit narrative like that, right? Yeah. Kawhi didn't want to join him. Uh, Paul George didn't want to join him. But now they see that he has a secondary star in... in Anthony Davis, and they get along beautifully. So now everyone's saying, okay, this works. We're going. I I agree with that only because Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, they're veterans already. It's it's kind of like they don't want to take advice from LeBron. Like they've I'm not I can't say anything for Paul George or George Paul at that case. But Kawhi Leonard's done some things too. Not you know, not super great things like LeBron, but he's done phenomenal things too. So it's kind of, I I can get why he didn't want to go with LeBron because it's going to be like a I think he already knew or all those veterans knew if they go to the Lakers, it's LeBron's team and they don't want it to be like that. Whereas AD, AD was still a young no, guy. Yes, yes, yes. So yes, yes. he could I still understand. be he was at that age age age. I'm trying to save time here. He was at that age where he, yeah, he was technically the leader of the Pelicans, but if he went to the Lakers with LeBron, LeBron could mentor him. No, I, I, and 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 I agree with that. My my, the 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 thing that I'm the argument that I'm making about why they were met with the success finally is because there's this narrative. You you said it perfectly. Kawhi and Paul George are used to being alpha dogs, and yeah. they don't want to not be alpha dogs, right? And I get that. Especially if they're already grown, like that they know who they are. But there is a uh, during that period, everyone was blasting LeBron and telling them, telling us that 
people didn't want to sign with the Lakers because LeBron is a bad teammate. So I think this recent resurgence is a is is an influx of both young people and veterans with humble heads that know, hey, I can champion chase with this. All the media rumors are very untrue. But LeBron also they James can suck is it a up very good know, teammate. Quote unquote, uh, from the great Christian Leitner, winning cures all. They'll suck it up if it's really what people are saying it is. Yeah, and that's and that's what it is. The Lakers are coming off of a championship, and they're aggressively trying to reload. And holy shit, did they reload? All right, I'm setting a bounty for all 31 NBA teams to beat the Lakers and make sure they do not win another freaking championship. I'm setting a bounty up of ten dollars. Um, I think Sammy is entering into an existential crisis because the Lakers are about to pass the Celtics for the most titles of all time. I, I cannot let that happen. Please, hey, $10 for the bounty. You know what, Sammy? I think NBA players will really give a shit about $10 coming into their pockets. Um, That's really going right, to matter how about a Blockbuster gift card? Those things are rare. Can't, you can't find those anywhere. Sammy, Sammy, I, 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 want the, if, I want you to take 30 seconds. This will be our last thing. I want you to take 30 seconds and draft an actual plea to all 31 NBA teams. Um, and have the results be believable because let's be honest, this Lakers team is not missing the playoffs. So go ahead, go ahead, make a plea, make an honest to God plea. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the floor. You have, you have, you have two minutes. Why I think a team could beat the Lakers. Yeah. Just make a plea. (sighs) Injuries. LeBron's getting old, baby. That's he's getting old. Your King, your King will be sleeping on his throne when it comes to the playoffs. Uh, but no, seriously, though, uh, my only plea is uh, injuries. That's the only thing I can really think of is... That is awful. I'm not hoping Sammy. I'm not hoping they get hurt. I'm not saying I want them to get hurt. I'm just saying Sammy. that's the only way any It is Thanksgiving can... week. Sammy. Uh, excuse me, it's my two minutes. It's my two minutes. Can I get my time oh, back? Oh, right, right. Can okay, I get okay, my okay, time okay, back? Okay. Can I get my okay. time back? Oh, shut up, man. Oh, for God's <laughs> sakes. No. So the injury, the people on the Los Angeles Lakers, they, I'm not asking for them to be hurt, but if they just happen to slip on uh, that $3 million uh, marble floor in their house and happen to sprain an ankle, that would be marvelous. Uh, that would definitely be helpful for the Clippers. That would be helpful. Pause, Sammy. Pause, pause, pause. Do you mean that would be marvelous? Oh, just stop it, man. Oh, shut up. You suck. That's horrible. You know what? I, you know what? Hey, you can keep your two minutes. I'm, I'm done. Wait, what? <laughs> Sammy, come on. Make, make your plea for all the marbles. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know what? We'll, we'll settle this on Christmas Day's games, all right? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> okay, this is a different fight than that undercard. Um, who won this title fight? These title fights are where the points matter, damn it. I'm... I'm I'm raising my fists up right now. <laughs> Sammy, Sammy, take your undercard. Take your take your goddamn undercard. I'm taking this title fight to the bank. You didn't even have a way to fight against me. Ugh. America, vote. America, vote. You know who won this grudge match. God damn it. Hey, at least Happy I know what's happening on Christmas effing. Day. <laughs> Can I have my two minutes? Okay. Sammy sucks. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, 